Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, Adrian. A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Georgia, welcome to the cave. Thank you for joining me today. Hi, thank you for having me. Great Exciting times, you know, the listeners and viewers that are tuned to this interview, they can see us Penelope on Reginald the Vampire series on sci-fi. What a great fun series, huh? It is, it is, it's really fun. It kind of, uh, it takes the vampire world that we're used to being kind of dangerous and dark um, and sometimes gloomy, but uh, it kind of gives it a heartwarming push with a, an unlikely hero who you wouldn't expect to be a vampire. Right. So we're going to jump a little bit more into the series in a few minutes, but I was trying to do some research on you and everything. And there isn't that much about you, but what I've gotten is like, how did you like uh, get into the acting world? I saw that you went to Oxford University, but then from there, did you go back to Canada? Is that what the plan was? Um. So, yeah, I went, uh, whilst I was at Oxford, I did lots of theater productions and uh, they have access to amazing theatre spaces there and it attracts a lot of the agents from London so mm. that's my first agent from there and then um, after living in London for a bit I I went out to LA and met some friends who are actually from Vancouver and they're like oh so much is happening in Vancouver so um, I figured out that English people can get the visa quite easily so I was like that makes sense and um yeah it's been it's been amazing so far being out here what a big difference between vancouver and la huh yeah yeah big difference i mean you can walk everywhere in vancouver uh, which i love where have you enjoyed working more la or vancouver uh i enjoy vancouver it feels like a very livable city Mm. um reginald the vampire is actually filmed on vancouver island which was okay. a bit more remote, but um, I guess you're you're still so close to all the wildlife, which is amazing, but I'd have to get a ferry there. Um, and then we were like in a hotel with everyone. And that's always fun when all the cast is in one place. Feels mm. like kind of going back to college again with everyone in halls. We see a lot of things that are getting filmed in Vancouver now. Are you going to be one of those people where you rather stay there, try to work there, and if you have to fly to LA or Atlanta or whatever, you'd rather do that? Yeah, I think it's a good place to have your roots here. It's kind of, it's a very grounding place. Mm. Uh, so easy to get out to the mountains and to the sea. So I think it's a good place to kind of return to, take a, a breath and be like, oh, okay, and now I'm ready again to go work elsewhere. Yeah. And what it's great now is to like, since like, you know, the pandemic started, everything, everybody was doing like these Zoom auditions. So you probably yeah. like it better now that like, you don't have to fly to LA, just do audition. You can do Zoom live or send a self-tape in. Exactly. exactly. Now we can live where we ever want to be. I mean, it's handy that you get to work close to where home is as well. Mm-hmm. But um, traveling is a great part of the job, I think. it's a, Not many people get to do that. Where is the best place you've been to and you've worked at? um I did for legends uh that was out in Prague which was pretty cool okay um, that was wild like in these old converted houses um yeah Prague felt a little bit like Disneyland with all these like incredible castles um it didn't feel real but uh yeah that's definitely mm-hmm. I recommend going there 
So from the research that I was doing, you you still have a young career and everything. You worked on a few projects like Sirens. You mentioned Legends and everything. What's yeah. been like your favorite project that you dove right into that you enjoyed the most? Um, maybe I would I would be saying Reginald the Vampire uh, right now, just because um, I think it was during the pandemic that we're filming, so you get very close to each other because you become each mm. other. Um, I think Siren has always got a special place in my heart because I was there on the show for two or three years. So you do get very close to each other as well. And some of the stuff we had to do, like being in the deep tank to do all the underwater stuff, that's an experience that not many people get to have. Um, mm. Challenging, but also very rewarding when it came up. That's right. So Reginald the Vampire, what do you think? I want would, I would to start off with like, what do you think that is the fascination with vampires? People love the shows with vampires, like True Blood years ago, everybody was hooked to it. And now we have Reginald. I know. Well, I think it's because they're, they're kind of dangerous and seductive at the same time, the kind of unpredictability of them. Mm. And they're mysterious as well. No one can quite read a vampire. You know, in the mythology, the fact that you can't see their reflections, they're kind of yeah. these creatures that you can't pin down um and also great seducers as well um and then reginald the vampire i think is a different slant on that it's kind of like well we're used to all these like glamorous vain uh beautiful vampires how about we have a different vision of that um and someone who is kind and thoughtful <laughs> which traditionally vampires are not right right we're um how are you now the, the book is uh the, the show's based off a book called the fat vampire was is penelope in the book at all did you do any research to see if she was in there she appears briefly in the first book to fight okay. reginald uh which we've kept in the show um but then in the uh, in the books she kind of just disappears mm. uh and it's so there was a lot more uh, opportunity, I guess, in the TV series to kind of make Penelope my own. I would say that the first glimmers you get of her are kind of what you get in the book, you know, this kind of vain, beautiful, vacuous individual. But then as the series goes on, it was fun playing with more of her human side, her kind of her clumsy awkwardness, mm. um, and also just vying for her leader's uh, approval trying so hard to impress her and then failing which so, that's always funny that's great like you know so did you have any input into the characters since there wasn't much in the book like did you have like go back and forth with the writers and the directors how you want to do certain things with her i think it happened a little bit organically as we started filming because okay. uh originally they had wanted her to be french um but then when i auditioned they're like oh you're english brilliant we'll we'll make her english um, and then we kind of took that a little bit further, like, well, maybe it'd be great if she was Victorian and that um, we did a lot of that with the costumes. Um, and then I think when originally when I was cast, you know, Penelope was very much just this glamorous, dangerous individual. But then I guess maybe being influenced by my own geekiness, trying to incorporate a little bit into the physicality of um, some of the things she gets up to there. Sorry. So how do you prepare to play a vampire, though? Um, well, I guess I had my teeth fitting, which kind of helps with that side. So as soon as you put the teeth in, mm. you feel, uh, the physicality of it. Um, 
I, I mean, I researched and I watched a lot of uh, vampire lore um, beforehand, but I think the show is a little bit of a departure from that. Um, I actually ended up watching Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy, kind of a okay. slinky being, um, which I thought was kind of similar to vampires. So trying to take information, not just from the vampire world as well. You mentioned the teeth and everything. Did that make your voice like change a little bit at all with having that in, or did you find it easy? Uh, it was definitely more of a challenge talking, mm. and then even uh, kind of like doing the bite because then you've okay. got bangs on. Um, but you get used to it after a while. In uh, in Siren, when we're doing underwater scenes, we have teeth fitted as well. So mm. I think this was my second time around with teeth. Mm. Um, there's a scene where I have to do a fair amount of kissing and that with teeth in was a little bit harder. <laughs> but uh, yeah, all, all part of the job. Yeah. What did you love about What do you love about Penelope? Um, I like that she's mischievous. She's always, when she sees yeah. a chance to kind of cause trouble, she likes to jump at that. Um, and I think I kind of like how layered she is. I mean, at the offset, she seems, you know, like you can read her, but then as the series goes on, you see how she's just as vulnerable and flawed as the rest of us. So mm. it was nice showing those moments where she's suddenly scared for her life or okay. worried about her career. So we recently saw episode one and everything, you know, and you have uh, scenes with, like, with uh, Rachel, Mora, who plays Mora and everything. Like, how do you describe like that relationship? Uh, well, off screen or on screen? On screen. On screen. Um, well, I feel like at the beginning, we're kind of tag teaming as uh, dangerous beings trying to bite Reginald or snack on Reginald. Um, but pretty soon, my character seems clever enough not to mention that actually it was me who mm. bit Reginald, whereas she is not. And uh, Penelope is not quick to save her either. <laughs> I think we see like Penelope looks after herself rather than right. So I think she sees him more as a functional uh, feeding buddy rather than a close friendship where she has to step in and save her. Right. Speaking of uh, Reginald, is played by Jacob. Uh, yeah. How fun is it working with this cast now? Oh, amazing! Um, he's such a joy to work with. And the first day we we're filming, it was that big biting scene so uh, that was a long hard night uh, of filming because we had to mm. do all the likes out in the alleyway um and he was completely relaxed very chill um wasn't making it seem like let's get this done now <laughs> um and obviously i was a little bit nervous because of all the spider-man franchise being like mm. oh my god right um, I've got to bite this this guy's neck. <laughs> Not the best way to be introduced, but uh, luckily yeah, he made it a lot of fun. So yeah, I'm very I, privileged. Right. I, I know we can't talk about spoilers, but how do you describe Penelope's journey now through season one? What can you tell us? Um, I would say she's trying to clean up her mess from episode one and get back into Angela's good books. Uh, the vampire leader because um, she's seen what has happened to Moira doesn't want that happening to herself but through that ends up in a few sticky situations um, unexpected situations 
Um, but you do just see her trying to claw uh, Angela's approval. Mm. Um, I think that that doesn't give up too much spoilers. That's right. <laughs> It's hard to know what I can share. Right. Now, for the vampire lovers that haven't seen this yet and they see the commercials and everything and they go watch yeah. it on demand and everything, what are you hoping for they get out of this when they tune in? I think something heartwarming. I think it's going to lift your spirits. It'll make you laugh. Even though I read all the scripts when I was, when I was on set, when I watched it, I was like, yeah. I didn't stop laughing. Um, but then also you get kind of historical context and you get... Um, I guess a whole different vision of the vampire world. You kind of yeah. realize a lot of bureaucracy. Um, and for the horror fans, there's definitely a lot of blood and gore. So um, yeah, it's kind of heartwarming, but also bloody at the same time. So that's I think awesome. that's something for everyone. That's awesome. How many episodes are we expecting for season one? 10. 10. 10. Yeah. So what's been the, like the fan reaction so far? Have you got like those like weird DMs on social media talking about the show? Yeah, I think the, the fan reaction has been amazing. I mean, obviously with someone like Jacob, um, you're going to get a, a big reach already. Right. But um, a lot of the Siren fans have been really excited for Reginald the Vampire because I think it's a similar mythical creature world. So it's been really nice to see my fans from Siren kind of coming over and embracing Reginald the Vampire. Um, seeing the transition from Mermaid to Vampire has been quite fun as well. So That's awesome. Yeah. So now what's next for you? Any other projects that you got coming up that you're allowed to tell us about? Um, well, actually with one of the other actors from Reginald, he was involved in the, this kind of like mini web series, which is comedy. Um, so we just saw the pre-screener for that last night and that'll be on YouTube at the end of the week um, which is really cute warm comedy that's set in a lawyer's office which is a for me it's a, my first thing that's just in a, the normal world right <laughs> so yeah um, that was a fun experience and, and nice to work with um, friends again that I met through Reginald the Vampire you mentioned like you've done like you know like the sci-fi vampire sirens type of thing do you have like a dream role that you kind of hope you could play someday i would love to do a period drama and a okay. thing within the world of a period drama um and i do still love the whole like sci-fi mythical world yeah. so you know i'd love something that's maybe more medieval but involves that world as well right. um so We'll see. I mean, there's a lot of crossover, I think, as soon as you get into medieval stories with like witches mm. and things like that. So. That's awesome. Georgia, lastly, now, how can the listeners and the viewers that tune in find you on social media, keep up with you with Reginald and future projects? Uh, on Instagram, I'm Georgia underscore Scarlet underscore Waters and Twitter, Georgia Scarlet Waters. All right, Georgia, this was great. Uh, thank you for giving me a few minutes today. Oh, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, everybody. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening to the Man Cave Chronicles podcast. I finally get my man cave. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at the MCC Podcast. And our website, themccpodcast.com. Until next time. Until next time.